what is going on and welcome to another episode of the beyond rad podcast my name is chad and this week we are joined by john carr you can find me where the wild things are John Carr is an alternative rock musician from Corpus Christi, Texas, and he's stellar. He's got his brand new debut EP dropping today, September 10th, and the name of the EP is Dream 119, and it was really awesome talking to him because he's super down to earth, but he's also super driven, and he just knows what he wants, and he's going to make it happen, which is a stellar mindset to have and it was really awesome being able to pick his brain and and see his perspective so i'm excited for you guys to hear this interview but before we jump in i do want you to remember to head on over to spotify apple music wherever you listen to music and save his ep and listen to it check it out let him know what you think share it on over over on uh, instagram facebook uh, youtube twitter you know hit him up let him know what you think and while you're at it you can swing on over to the podcast and and say hi over there on instagram or facebook and i'd love to hear from you and if you haven't already hit that subscribe button it does help and also if you enjoy this episode sharing it is awesome it's super valuable and uh without further ado let's just jump right on in well cool man well dude thank you so much for joining me on the podcast man i really appreciate it Oh, for sure, man. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. So, you know, I always like to uh, to start out real quick with just a quick introduction of yourself. You know, tell us who you are and and something something unique that people may not know about you. Ooh, uh, something unique that people don't know about me. That's a damn good question. <laughs> uh, dude, I don't even know. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty open book. Well, all right, let's just tell them who you are then. Uh, yeah, man, dude, uh, I'm John Carr. I'm a musician from uh, South Texas, currently signed with uh, Affiant Records. Um, uh, I'm about to release my first DP uh, September 10th, so we're about two weeks away. Sick. Um, yeah, I got I got two singles out now um, that'll be on the record, uh, and I'm excited, man. I'm I am super excited about it. As you should be, dude. Yeah, the the two singles are super dope, and uh, and so yeah, I'm really pumped for the for the EP. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, which part of Texas are you from? You said South Texas. So uh, yeah, southeast, southwest. Corpus Christi. Okay, no, nice. Corpus Christi. Right down, in the middle. Yeah, man. I uh, I was in I was in Houston for a couple of years. I love it down there, man. Such a good place. When the weather's not too hot. Yeah, the, I mean, which is pretty much all the time, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, pretty much. The, the weather's pretty brutal most of the time, but man, yeah, that's uh, that's cool, man. So, uh, so real quick, just as a introduction, a continuation of the introduction, you know what what got you into music? Because obviously, you know, this is the the foundation laying that we're doing right now. You know, kind of putting the putting the the uh, the dirt down so we can start planting some seeds and talking. <laughs> Uh, man, dude, I've been playing music since I was a kid. I started, uh, playing the piano when I was four. Um, and then it just kind of went from there. I started picking up more instruments. I picked up the, the, uh, the guitar in high school, the bass in high school, the drums, I think in high school too. 
violin and I mean I was like it just music music's always been kind of at the core of pretty much everything I do heck yeah dude so uh so what instrument was it that that really sparked it for you uh well I mean definitely the piano um I come from a long line of of musicians you know my dad plays the piano my my grandpa played the piano nice um and like just my whole family is, is very music oriented um so that just kind of i guess that was it for me you know heck yeah dude. um but yeah <laughs> nice <laughs> well no that's that uh, that's always fun i like the the fun part for me about this is like i used to play a lot of music but haven't played as much as i've gotten older and so it's it's really fun to uh you know talk to people who are who are really pursuing it and making like because like, i mean it, for lack of a better term it's kind of a miracle to like actually make it somewhere with music you know what i mean to like oh, really I, take it and run with it i agree man um when uh when i first started talking to my producer you know he's like all right you know like so so let me get to know you a little bit better so like what are your goals like what what are you planning? I said, well, you know, um, I said I I, I don't want to sound like cocky or anything. I said, but I I, I know where I'm going, and uh, I said once this record's done, I said uh, I want to get signed. He goes, well, well, you know, everybody says that, but you have to have like realistic, in expectations. And I said, no, like that is that is my realistic expectation. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not meaning that you know I thought I, that I thought I was you know overly overly good because you know i i'm i'm not you know i i think i I, I am determined which is is what in my opinion made the difference absolutely um and i had an offer on the table before my first song was released you know i mean that's Um, that's crazy that's uh that's quite the accomplishment i appreciate it man i I always tell everybody is you have to force your dreams to come true if you just kind of sit there and and wonder and ponder it and hope and and, you know you have that mentality of oh one day someone's gonna see me and you know things are gonna happen that it's that's just not realistic you have to you know get off your behind and like actually make it happen put the work in put the effort in you know make sacrifices that feel really uncomfortable to do um i mean i did and and there was times where i was like i probably shouldn't be doing this but you know (laughs) screw it let's do it anyways yeah and you know it's paying off and i mean and corpus christi like that's not a huge music scene is it uh so the music scene um the music scene is is definitely you know bigger than than people would think Uh, a lot i mean there's a lot of really good talented musicians here um and you know a lot of people support live music um but it it's kind of like a double-edged sword like they do they do support it but they don't at the same time i I don't know exactly how to explain it but (laughs) you know hopefully uh things can change a little sooner than later yeah when you when you say they support it but they don't you mean like they'll attend live performances but they won't really actually like invest in the band in terms of like buying oh, yeah. what they okay uh, uh well i'm I, I don't know i mean I, i've i've sold plenty of merch it, it's just like as far as like following on social media and all that um okay like, 
like as far as like my my music now and it's so weird to say you would think like you know your hometown would be like your number one supporter is like right now uh i have like i think almost five thousand listeners in in phoenix arizona heck yeah dude <laughs> and my and in my hometown i have like 10 yeah. <laughs> which which you know is it is what it is everybody has their their own you know taste of music yeah and you know I, i'll ne- i'll never bash anybody for like hey if you know if it's not your thing that's cool absolutely and i i know what my goals are and i know what i want to do yeah and that determination has to come from somewhere where where did that where did that come from uh my mom uh, okay for sure like so the 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 name of the ep is called dream 119 um and that is directly related to my mom my mom's birthday was uh january 19th so okay 19 and uh since i was a kid she'd always tell me you know one day you know you're you're gonna be famous and everybody's gonna be listening to your music and they're gonna know you and then you're gonna buy me a house and you're gonna take me on, on vacations right like, she'd always <laughs> end, and, and and the conversation like that and uh you know everybody in my family always always kind of thought my mom uh could predict things if that if that doesn't sound weird enough you know uh, there was always situations where where my mom would say like oh some something's wrong you know and uh we'd get a call that something was wrong you know with a family member or something like that interesting and so you know everybody everybody would always reference my mom as you know being able to to tell you what was going to happen yeah and uh you know since i was a kid she'd always tell me and and she just kind of instilled it like you're going to go places and and I, she's like, I promise you, you're going to, you're going to do something. And I've always just kind of took that to heart and used that as the fuel to my fire. Heck yeah. And I, I mean, obviously it sounds like she never wavered, which kind of led to you never wavering, right? Yeah. That's cool. It's, it's so important to have that support, but even like I, my wife makes fun of me cause I do believe in, in, you know, basically manifesting, um, what you want or manifesting what you are going to accomplish. Right. Just like not necessarily like wishing it into existence, but, but basically, you know, putting the work in. Yeah. Convincing yourself that you can do it. So whatever comes like whatever obstacles come, the work is still work going. Right. Oh yeah. Cause that's, that's a huge part of that. Right. Is that the, you, I'm sure you've already had a bunch of trials that you're, you've dealt oh, with. Indeed, man. Like there, there's been several, several times um in 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 this recording process i mean i've been recording for well over a year um and throughout the whole year you know there was several times where it's like man i should not be doing this i should not be spending this money or i should not be doing you know what i'm doing and i just kind of bring myself back to my own reality and i'm like you know what no like all this is this is going to pay off sacrifices will come back you know in in positive vibe put positive yeah. vibes out and positive vibes will come back yeah you know, one way or another and so far they're they're coming my direction heck yeah dude I, I feel i feel good things coming yeah well and it and like i said like the the fact is like that that positive energy can also lead into like this is this is something that that I saw a lot when I was in sales. This is like obviously a kind of a, a lame comparison because sales is not nearly as cool as music. But it was <laughs> you know like 
it was it was the the momentum game, right? Like where if I started out the day right and I let myself be positive and I was excited and I was ready to go, I would hit the I would you know I'd hit the sales that way and people could could kind of feel that energy that excitement, and so it was it wasn't necessarily that I was um, saying anything different than I normally say, but it was an energy that people can sense. And so when you're going out there and you're like, Hey, I am going to, to make it, I am going to be successful. I am going to, to be a professional musician. You, you know, there's, there's a difference between saying that and believing that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, I I completely agree. Um, it, it can't just be something that you wake up in the morning and you say to yourself and, you know, move on with your day. Like it, it, you have to believe it, mm-hmm. you know, um, and and you have to just tell yourself like, whatever it takes, I I will do. Because the problem is, a lot of people say that they want something, and they just they they're they're not putting everything into it to yep. to get it, yep. you know. And you know, it, it it how are you gonna win the lottery if you don't play? Yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, and. and it's as simple if you as play, that. you know, you know, once a month or once a year, like what are your odds compared to playing, you know, 30 times a day? Yeah, it's true. And, you know, that that's that's the thing, too, is like the perspective. Right. Some people say, well, that's a waste of time and money and energy. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean, the lottery is a little different because but I, I mean, honestly, it, it may not even be that different because when it comes to music, it is such a right place, right time, luck of the draw type type thing when it comes to the things falling into place right yo yeah i I will agree 100 percent with that um you know if if i hadn't of moved my mouth or or you know in this case you know sent a message here or you know networked how i did on on social media I, i wouldn't be with the label i'm with now yeah and it's and it's it's like it's funny to think you know what if that one day you decided to just like, Oh, I'm not feeling it today. You know, it, I mm-hmm. always, I always kind of think of that, that game of, of, you know, if you aren't putting it in every day, the one day you skip is the day that it was ready to pop, you know, it was ready to break. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. My, uh, my producer tells me all the time, cause we, we talk about, you know, uh, just content and stuff. And he, he he's constantly reminding me he's like you have to plan your like ahead plan ahead don't just mm-hmm. like wake up in the morning and go mm, what am i going to do today you know it's you, you want to know what you're going to post tomorrow you want to know what you're going to post in the next couple of days you know you already you want to have your your videos ready you want to have your your posts ready you know so well so, mainly so that you know your your work is a little bit easier in the you know in the, the next following days yeah. but is so that you don't have to work as hard so it doesn't become like i don't want to say like stagnant you know mm-hmm. um but just yeah you know as, as far as like what if today you know I, I didn't post this or what if you know if you have things planned out ahead you don't have to think about it you just post it and and it makes you know all that just that much easier yeah and for you, like, obviously there's, there's, uh, your mom was super helpful in not just encouraging, but really like manifesting your capabilities to you. 
But like, what what did it take for you to to buy into that vision and actually like see that for yourself? Um. Well, that's a dang good question. Um, if I had to say anything, it'd probably be just having time to myself. Um, I I think that had a lot to do with it. You know, I was I was I was used to, you know, always having having company. I guess if if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had I had quite a few months of time to just of just myself, just kind of thinking what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And, uh, I decided just to do it. You know, it's like, you know what, I'm going to go for it. Um, worst case scenario, I don't make it. And I'll, I'll have, I'll have, you know, some, some music of mine that, that I can, you know, show my kids later down in life and be like, yeah, you know, this, this used to be me. Yeah. And that was kind of it for me. Um, it was just, I, I I had time to like self reflect, um, to, kind of i just just kind of like talking to myself not 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 literally but more so mentally um and just kind of deciding to shoot for the moon you know because i've always been into music i've i've been in a uh, a band for i don't know nine or ten years at this point yeah um i I mean i've played well over 900 shows and it it, it, i put my heart and soul into every single show i ever do but it was always you know the fun fun thing to do the weekend thing, the, the, you know, what I look forward to after a long week of work and that self-reflection time just kind of gave me that motivation to be like, you know what? I, I want this to be my life. Yeah. And it's like, if, if you're looking so forward to it, like after a long week of work, like why wouldn't you make that your whole week? Right? Like, no, 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 indeed. Then you're always looking forward to it. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. it's tough though. Cause like, you know, like we've already mentioned, it's, it is such a, a, it's a competitive world out there and there's a lot of, a lot of ways to fail and very few ways to succeed. But I, I don't look at that as a negative. I just look at that as a, well, you know exactly where to funnel your energy, right? (laughs) Exactly. And it's, I think that's, that's super epic. Like being able to, to see that take that bull by the horns, you know, you're in Texas, right. And, and run with it. Cause it's, that's so much, that's so much energy and, and, you know, not even just physical, but emotional energy. Um, I'll go, you said something, you're gonna say something. No, no, no. I, I, I was going to say, yeah, no, I, I fully agree. Okay. And, and like for you, when it comes to like the, the investment, right? Like you, you make this decision and say, Hey, the worst that could happen is I have some cool memories to look back on. I have some good music to remember this time of my life with. Um, but when it came, when it comes to like the, like those roadblocks that you'll, that you've in, I'm sure you've run into some. Um, but like when you hit those roadblocks, what is it that, that keeps you going? Cause obviously you can see the negative and say, well, like, cool. I already made some songs. That's pretty dope. Now I can move on. Like, what is it that, that's, that makes you say, no, this is, this is still my dream and nothing's going to, nothing's going to shake me. Um, I don't I, see, I, I don't know exactly what 
it is. I just, I, I just feel it. Heck yeah. Um, you know, and I, I just, I just know it, you know, and I've had that mentality and I, I just refuse to let it go. Um, I love it. There's not like an, an in particular thing that, 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 you know, there's not a mantra or a saying or, you know, it, it's just, I feel it in, in, in my heart, you know, and it's like, I, I just, I don't care what it takes. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, they say a lot of the great, the greatest, you know, musicians or the greatest actors at some point, you know, lived in their car or lived in a friend's uh, yeah. basement or, or, uh, what was it? I think it was Jim, Jim Carrey, maybe in a closet, maybe not Jim Carrey, but, uh, you know, even at their worst periods in their life, they refused to give up and they pushed forward and look at them now. Yeah. Uh, So I think it, it, it's kind of similar to that. I I just feel it, man. And like, I know where I'm going and I know where I want to go and I don't care what people have to say. Uh, I'm going there. Heck yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wish that I had like, earlier in my life had that mentality of, I don't care what someone else says. I care about what I say. Um, exactly. I think a lot of people like could really benefit from, from that because we're, we're social, right? Like we want to fit in. We naturally are kind of wanting to, to fit in with groups and, and various, uh, situations, but like to be that, that guy that just says, well, if the group doesn't believe in me, will I still believe in me? That's that's not just like tough because now you're you're doing something hard, but you're all it's also tough because you're kind of a man on an island now. Mhm. Yeah, um that's true, but you know, in, in today's society, you know, every everybody feels like they need, you know, some some kind of approval. Uh, with social media now, everything's like, oh, you know, like, I, 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 what what can I do to get likes? To get likes, you mm-hmm. know. And I don't. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. When when people like my stuff, I'm like, I'm like, oh, that you know, that, that feels good. That's like that, that reward, you know. Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I I, I don't care. Um, you don't live for that. Yeah, I don't live for that. Like, it, it at the end of the day, like. I'm doing what I feel I need to do for me. Um, but at the, you know, at, at the same time, I do hope people, people will like it because, you know, it, it is, it is art. You know, I, I'm, I'm pouring my, my blood, sweat and tears into mm-hmm. every single one of my songs. I mean, it, a lot, a lot more goes into it than people realize. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like food for my soul. And if it can feed, someone else's soul like that's awesome but at at the same time like i'm i'm trying to feed my my soul first yeah well it's that it's like you know on the on the airplanes right it's like when those masks drop down put the mask on yourself first before you help your your neighbor it's Mm -hmm. it's like you you have to feel inspired and be excited and and love and be passionate about what you're making um before anyone else can and obviously the cool thing is you are so passionate about it and you do have such love for it that you legit had a, a deal set up before you even released any music. Like not many people can say that. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I know. And it, even my, my producer, he's like, like he tells me, or he told me at the time, he's like, that's just like unheard of. He's all usually like people release music and then they like release a little bit more and then someone gets wind of it. And then, you know, then, then things happen. He's like, you got the ball rolling before your music was ever out, you know? Yeah. And did you know, and, did you know the people in like the record studio, like the, 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 uh, the label that you're working with? Did you know anyone no, there? No. So, uh, the way that all ca- kind of came about was, uh, um, uh, I started networking uh, on social media and, you know, I started a- adding some producers and, and uh, some, some label owners. And uh, I saw uh, a label owner from, from um, what's it called? Le- Legends recording. Um, he, he said something about, uh, about something. I don't remember exactly what, what, what he said, but I, I hit him up on, on uh, messenger and i'm like hey man you know like started dropping into your dms like how's it going and i just started a conversation um and it wasn't it wasn't one of those that uh they're like hey man can you like listen to my thing real quick you know yeah. it, it was just just a conversation it wasn't and, self promo uh, right off the rip yeah uh, oh god i get those all the time it's <laughs> really annoying um but hey man you know pe- people are doing what they got to do right but uh wise man once says start with a, with a relationship. Don't just start with spam. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so we got to talking and he just kind of was like, Oh, so like what, what kind of music are you, you know, are you doing it? And I showed him a couple of clips of what I've been working on. And, uh, he's like, Oh, like this is dope. And he's like, I can see this is, as like commercial, um, or like in, in movies and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I appreciate that a lot. And he's like, yeah, man, like if you ever, if you ever, you know, want, want me to check something out, just, you know, feel free to send, send me whatever. So I did. And he really liked one of the tracks that I sent him. And he, uh, he kind of go, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not really looking to sign talent. And, uh, I'm like, well, you know, me thinking this was the end of the conversation. So I was like, oh, well, you know, if you, if you're ever looking for, for, um, talent, you know, I would hope that you would think of me. He goes, oh yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, that was the end of the me- end of the message. And I thought that was it. And, uh, like 20 minutes later, he sends me a message. He goes, Hey man, I got a buddy who's looking to sign talent. Would you mind if I sent him your song? <laughs> yeah, man, go, go ahead. Like do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I waited about two weeks and, uh, you know, I, I kind of in- did, did my little, my little inquiry, you know, nonchalant, uh, not trying to sound desperate or anything. Yeah. Did you hear you know, any word? <laughs> Yeah, and he goes, he goes, uh, nothing yet, man. He's like, you know, he he gets a lot of, a lot of uh, requests a day, so you know, just be patient with him. He'll 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 listen to the song, and if you know if he likes it, he'll he'll get back to you. Needless to say, I didn't hear anything, and uh, so I wound up seeing, uh, I guess maybe a sponsored ad or something like, send us your music, you know, um, and I was like, you know what. I'm, I'm going to send them my music, you know, Hey, yeah. what's the worst that can happen? Right. Hey, they, they advertise to me. I'm not spamming. <laughs> yeah. So I sent him my music and the label owner messages me and it wants to, to have a phone call. So I'm like, hell yeah. So we talked and he goes, you know, someone had sent me this song and I, I couldn't rem- remember who sent it to me. 
uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, he's like, and, and I didn't know who, whose music this was. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm like, man. So I was like, oh yeah. You know, and I, I told him who, who it was. He goes, yeah, 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 yeah. He, he sent this, this to me. Um, and I meant to, to, to get a hold of you. And so like, it, it just kind of like the stars aligned, you know, and, and things just kind of fell into place. I'm like, what are the odds? That's incredible. Yeah. And so that, that's kind of how that went. Dude, that, and that's like how all of that went down. Like the, the irony, right. Of, of you still resubmitting it. You're like, I know they've got my music already. I know it. Well, they, see, and, <laughs> and, and, and I, I didn't know, I didn't know it was, it was that company. Like, oh. I did not know it was that label, like at all. Oh, like, dang, that's even crazier than exactly. You know, Dude. Uh, yeah, I just, I just saw a sponsored ad. I'm like, you know what? What's the worst case? Like, what, what what's the worst thing that can happen, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, and when he reached out, he's like, I, I, I heard this song, you know, and I'm like, oh wow, like what, what are the odds? Dang, dude, that's nuts. Like that, really though. What are the odds? Like, I. I, I would be very curious to know what the actual odds are. Cause that is, that's so cool. Oh man, that's exciting. So, uh, so how long ago was that, that, that all that went down? Um, man, that was like a week before the release of my first single. Um, and that was maybe just a little over a month ago. Dang dude. Things just yeah. have been, and I'm how, how fast does it fall? Like, you know, you've, you've got the process of you paying for and producing these songs, getting them all prepped and, you know, preparing for release, right? Like you've got all that, you're doing that solo with your producer and your producer's kind of like, Hey man, keep it real. Let's, you know, let's, let's keep it real. But you know, you've got that whole process. You said you've been working on that for a year. Mm -hmm. Was it just like a snowball and everything just started going crazy in the last month? Uh yeah man like it, it's been like one thing after another um email after email or and you know t- text message after text message and like um you know uh, a, a, a couple of podcasts um a, a couple of other things and uh i i landed i think one or one or two magazines um and just it's just been uh, like one thing after another and it's like it's a lot more than i thought it was you know? <laughs> like just like on on the daily like like oh yeah like the, the, if you can do this and and if you can do this and uh, oh, like the pr pr company sends me a thing an email like oh uh we need you to like you know type up you know a couple songs that that like uh, inspired this album and a paragraph on each and like a little overwhelming, you know, it's like, yeah. it, 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 and every day it's like uh, something else and which is cool. You know, like I don't, I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Uh, when it falls on my lap, it's like, all right, like, you know, I just, I need like a, a 20 or 30 minutes to, to, to myself so I can, you know, do what I got to do. And it, it's, it's been awesome. I, I, I say it's, it, I, I enjoy it. You know, it's a lot more than I thought it would have been. Um, you know, you see in like movies like, oh, you know, they, they pick up this poor kid and then bam, he's on the stage and, and, you know, they, they, they don't show like all the small things you have to do before 
all that. Yeah. And it's kind of, it's kind of cool being behind the scenes. If, if that makes any sense. No, that makes complete sense. That's so fun, man. Yeah. That's, I was, I imagine just like, it was literally from like, you know, just chilling. You're not at a stoplight. You're still, you're cruising down, you know, maybe in a school zone type speed, you know? And then it's like, Oh, you're on the freeway now. It's like, we got to merge, bro. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. So what are the, what are some of the plans going forward? Obviously like you've got the EP release. When, when is that dropping? Uh, September 10th. And we have uh, the uh, release party uh, September 11th. Uh, it's uh, the fir- my first show um, after the release. Um, that's so sick. Well, that's perfect because this episode's going to drop on the day of the album or of the EP then. Um, nice. Yeah, so it's going to be perfect timing there. Dude, that's like, that's freaking exciting, man. And uh, so where are you, where are you playing your, your first show at? Is it there in Corpus Christi? Yeah, it's a place here in Corpus. Um, it's called The Pelican. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it's place uh the owner's awesome um had you played it, there it, before it, oh yeah yeah i've played there a few times um it's good vibe i mean it, it's it's never a dull moment the crowd's always just it, the the feedback that you get you know it's the, the the more feedback a crowd gives to the band playing like the more energy that we can put back out and that place mm-hmm. is always like top of this game that's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that. And when you say when what what do you mean by feedback? Because this, you know, as someone who like I I just went to a concert last night. I'm like it was it was awesome. It was Coheed and Cambria, the used, and Meet Me at the Altar. So it was like a really big show. Awesome. And it's been a long time since I've been to like a really big concert. And uh, and so it was outside. I uh, you know burning up, just crazy hot. And, uh, you know, obviously it's such a big show that you're not going to really meet the band or talk to the band unless you have like some sort of VIP experience type thing. Um, yeah. but like when you're, when you're saying feedback, do you mean like interaction during the show or you mean like after the show, what do you mean by feedback? Um, I mean both man, like when, when we're, we're playing a song and people are singing along with it, you know, right up against the stage. Um, and just like looking at you in the eye and like acknowledging like, dude, you guys are awesome. Um, being attentive. Yeah. Being attentive, you know, like you finish the song and you know, people yell and all sorts of stuff and you're just getting that, like that vibe of like, yeah, you know, they're having a damn good time. You know, I've, I've, I've always told everybody when you come to my shows, like no matter how big or how small you will remember this show for the rest of this week you will talk about it and i've had i've had people tell me like you know my friend was talking talking about you all week you know? <laughs> and i'm like that's that's exactly what i want to hear like because i i pour i i pour every single ounce of myself into each one of my shows well and that's and what so when, that makes the difference that's a oh yeah huge like, huge I, deal like uh, there, there's nothing worse than seeing people on stage playing and they could sound really good but if you if you're like bored and not like really like pouring yourself into it it's like it's not a good show like i'm not gonna have a good time like yeah you know the music's could be cool and all that but like if you're not trying to just like give it your all it's it's not gonna be something that's memorable yeah um and i try to give it 
everything I got, you know, and the, the more interaction that the crowd's giving, you know, during each song or after each song, you know, that's like pouring gasoline on the fire and just watching it grow. Heck yeah. So Um, what are, what are some of the things that, that like that you do to, to make that experience, take it to the next level? Um, I like to go into the crowd. Heck yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously not, not like I used to where I'd get right in front of people, you know, COVID and all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I still like to, to, to go out and, you know, obviously keep a distance, but just something more than just the stage, Yeah, you know, bring, bring the music to them instead of, instead of them, you know, coming to me. Yeah. Um, and that and just I, I I don't even know how to explain it is it is just pouring all 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 my emotion into each song mm-hmm. you know um not just so that it it sounds good but also so like to me personally it feels good you Heck know yeah um because I want people to see that like this is more than just like a hobby you know <laughs> yeah it, it's it should be something that, that, you know, you could see someone performing and be like, wow, like that person is, you know, you know, you can tell yeah. when someone's giving it their all yeah. and you can tell when someone's just like doing things halfway cause they're tired or whatever. They had a long weekend. Like I tell you, I, I've, I've done show after show after show and I, I refuse to just be that person that's, that's just not giving everything that I could possibly give. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, it's interesting to me that, you know, you obviously mentioned like, regardless of where it is, how many people are there, like that, that it's going to be memorable. There is something about a scalable show, right? Like being able to, to play at a small venue, bring that energy, but then scale that energy and keep that same intensity as the venues grow and as the crowds grow. Cause that's, Mm -hmm. that's one of those things that sets apart uh, a big, you know, a band that's selling out arenas versus a band that's, that's not even selling out their local, like local venue, you know, like that's because if you can't control a small stage, there's no way you can control a large stage. Right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and for you, like, was that just something that came natural or did you have to practice that? Uh, nah, man, it, 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 it took time. I remember the very first time I, I ever got on stage. Um, my hand was shaking the whole time, uh, holding the microphone. Um, like, and, and, and even my voice was very shaky. Like you can mm-hmm. tell, like I was terrified. Yep. Been there, and done it, that. Wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> but it wasn't, but maybe like 30 people. Yeah. You know? Uh, <laughs> and I was absolute, I, I was absolutely terrified. And slowly over the years of playing different shows uh, and bigger shows and more people, some festivals, I got very comfortable with it, you know? Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it, it just it just feels right. You know, uh, I play at a venue and the more people, the the better it, that I feel like I perform because it's yeah. like I, I'll get on tables. I'll, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't care if if uh the the uh venue owners have an issue um they haven't told me yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. awesome because i like i i want i want it to be an experience for people but like also for me like i want 
to do what I'm going to do. Cause like I'm yeah. here to, I'm here to entertain. I'm here to show you, you know, my music and, and, and myself and, you know, I'll be damned if anybody tells me I can't do something. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It is like, yeah, this is, it, it, you basically become the owner during your set, right? Like I own oh, this place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. What, what, what has like your pregame routine been like? What, how do you get yourself ready for that show? Um, that's a good question, man. Um, well, I mean, I, th- I think about it all day for sure. Um, and I've always had like, I guess kind of a ritual. Um, when I get to a venue, I drink one beer before I do anything. Just one. Just enough um, to get a little bit of a buzz? No, not, not even. Uh, okay. Yeah. J- just one beer just to like center myself or like, okay. Kind of calm the right, nerves. Just like to, to today's show day. Yeah. You know? And, and then from there, I, I, yeah, I just kind of do it. If that makes any sense. That's you know, funny. I warm, no. my, I warm up my vocals. A little yeah. Bit but that's, uh, that I, is your pregame routine is basically drinking that one beer and just mentally settling in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, um, that's cool. <laughs> Cause uh, you know, everyone's obviously got their own way of like preparing and, and getting themselves into the right mental state. But like, it take like when you, you know, let's say, let's say you are, you know, working all day on a regular, you know, nine to five style job, you know, that energy that you exert versus the energy you exert doing a, you know, you did nothing the whole day except a live performance at night. Which one are you more tired after? Oh, my performance. Oh, for sure. Like I, I, if I were to have to, to like try to say like how much work it is, if I were to work nine to five for five days in a row, the amount of energy I spent in those five days are equivalent to what I spent in a four hour show. Why do you think that is? Um, because you know your nine to five job is like oh, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, <laughs> and you spend the entire day every day like I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, and finally you get to your show and it's like yes, like this is what I'm here for, you know, and it's it's it, I don't know it it it's like everything I all the energy I spent all week I like I'm coop just so that I can give it back out. Yeah. When I, when I play and then the next day I'm like, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, 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 I'm dead until Monday, you know, and it's, it, it, it just, I don't know. It just, it just happens. If that yeah. makes any sense. No, it does. Yeah. It makes sense. I just was, uh, in my mind, you know, like there's, there's so much energy being put out on stage. And like, whenever I, you know, talk to bands who, who are, they go from a show to grab some crappy food, you know, probably no shower straight out on the road again to, to the next, the next place, right. For the, for a tour, I always just wonder myself, man, they've got to be absolutely beat because of how much, cause it's not just like 
physical exertion on the stage. There's a lot of emotions, right? Like you're playing music that is very personal to you. There's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of emotions too. Like you are there's high expectations for yourself. And then there's also mental energy of of just like battling through when you mess up or trying to to improve and make it a better experience than the last time you played. And so I always just think to myself, man, that's gotta be such a, like so much more work than, than the, the average consumer of that, that show even understands. And that's actually probably a, the sign of a true artist is someone who, who makes it so you don't notice how hard it is. Oh yeah. You know, um, it, it, the the best thing I've I've ever heard someone say is, um, the easier you make something look, the more complicated it it looks. I, I don't the more know complicated it, it probably is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. That. So, um, you know, if you've ever seen someone that's like, I mean, super phenomenal on the guitar, they make yeah. it look so easy. I mean, last night, dude, Claudio Sanchez, uh, I think that's his name, Claudio, Claudio something uh, from uh, uh, Coheed and Cambria. Absolutely phenomenal. Well, not just him, but the whole band, honestly, was like musically just phenomenally gifted musicians. But just like watching him up there, like they made it look effortless. And I was like, dude, you know that what like I because I know guitar like, you know, the pinch harmonics that they're doing and stuff. I'm just like, I recognize how difficult what they just did was. And they just did it like it was nothing. It was just, you know, just like, yeah, it was a like it was like it was a a Monday night. Right. It was like, that's it. (laughs) I mean, it's all practice. That's a lot of the things that are. That's what that's the main thing people don't don't like comprehend about about musicians that are, you know, whether you're just starting or, or if you're like really good, but especially if you're really, really good, the amount of practice it takes in time and effort to get to where you're at. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge amount of dedication. Oh, absolutely. Um, and all that. So, so you can make it look easy. So other people can be like, how is he doing it? So effortlessly? Well, you know, it's practice. Yeah. Um, and all that takes time and effort and energy yeah you know and, and a lot of people don't just a lot of people just seem like oh he's so gifted oh my god it's like well yeah he's really good but how did he get there you know yeah um and a lot of people that are that are you know dedicated musicians don't just pick up the guitar you know once a week or you know once a month you know they, they pick it up every day yep. it's just it, it it's habit and it's not just yeah like like you said you know it's it's every day but it's also not just you know like uh like for me, right? Like I'm, uh, I, uh, I don't know, like habits that I have of going to the gym or like, I, I know where I'm at and I, you know, my wife and I would actually joke about this cause she and I, we, we love to work out. We love to, to try and be, you know, healthy or healthy ish is kind of the lifestyle I believe I have is, is healthy ish. Um, but, uh, like we were, we would go like over the summer, we went to the water park a bunch and we'd see these couples and I was like, dude, they earned that. They earned that. They worked their tails off to get that six pack and that, you know, that perfect chiseled body. And I'm like, they earned the heck out of that. And they should, they should feel proud of what they've accomplished because that's hours of dedication in the gym, but then it's hours of dedication 
mentally to to only eat the right things to only eat at the right times to have a, a healthy lifestyle from morning all you know morning till evening every single day like you're sleeping right you're eating right you're working out and it's like the same thing for a musician it's like you eat sleep and drink music like you mm-hmm. you you constantly focused on how can i improve this or what did i do wrong here and and I feel like, you know, a lot of musicians I've talked to, a lot of them are, are very self-critical. They, they're constantly finding things that can be done better, that they should have done better or that they want to to learn from someone who does it better, you know? Yeah, for sure. And for you, like, who are who are some of like the those bands or those musicians that that really inspire you to be better? Oh, man, I have. I have so many. Um, so one of my one of my absolute favorite bands is Five Finger Death Punch. Heck yeah! Um, I mean, it, it, not just because they're like great musicians, but uh, if you ever kind of see them, you know, behind the scenes and stuff, they're. I mean, they all seem like really, really good, down to earth people. Like they're always you know they're, they're they're huge supporters of the military um and, and you know they're 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 always kind of giving back you know mm-hmm. and that to me is just i mean it, it, it's it's inspiring um and that you know and th- their music is awesome I, yeah they're my favorite band period <laughs> um, nice yeah um and uh like the singer man it, 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 if you've ever seen like how he he writes his music. Um, I saw a video a while back and it was just like, dude, that is so cool. In his room, he goes through his closet to a hidden room. That's like secluded. Nice. That is, it's, it's his writing room. Like That'd he goes so in cool there and secludes himself from the rest of the house. You know, whether, whether his kid is there or, you know, whoever's there, or maybe just, just to get away from his, his, you know, personal life and go into his music life. Yeah. And he, he writes only in that room. And that to me is just like, dude, that's, that's awesome. You know, that, that, that right there is an artist that is a musician. That's um, true. Um, and I mean, t- to me as, as far as like inspiration, that's definitely been, been a big one to me. Um, and you know, and then of course you have, you have all your other, other good ones. Uh, they get a lot of, they have a bad rap, I guess you'd say, but you know, Nickelback to me, not all their music, but some of their music is just like, dude, what were they thinking when they wrote this? <laughs> you know? And it's, it's just like getting that mental state, you know, and, and just try to figure out like what, cause you know, you, 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 you always get your own uh, perception of what a song is about, but do you ever like just sit there and really try to think of like, what was this song like really written for? What, what what was it about? Yeah. And, you know, and to me, they have some of those songs that, that, that just gets me to really think and, and, and want to know, like, what were you thinking when you wrote this song? Not in a bad way, you know, but it, it, I, I like things like that. I like challenges, but I like when I get, when I get those kind of messages from, from music and musicians that, that it's, it makes you want to see what, what their world's like mm-hmm. and what, 
what inspired these particular songs because we all get our own messages we 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 get our our you know inspirational clips of what we think the meaning should be and and that's what that's what music is mm-hmm. um but i like i i personally like getting that like personal like touch from music you know like the songs you can really tell were very personal yeah um, and the, those ones i like you know typically when i when i listen to an album like i'm looking for that journey right like i i i've talked about this a lot on my podcast but i'm looking for that journey through an album and typically the point in the journey that i that i really typically love the most is kind of that that valley like you know they they're kind of living you know cuz a a well a well orchestrated album or a well uh um laid out album will kind of have you know high energy at the beginning where it's like you know feeling great but then there's going to be kind of in the somewhere in the middle towards like maybe the the second third of of the song of the cd there's going to be that song of like kind of feeling like you've got you've gotten defeated you know i don't know what there it's pretty it's a pretty common placement right there around like the second third right um, uh-huh. at the end of the second third of the, you know, the third, a, a third or, or two thirds, sorry, two thirds or three quarters through the album. And then it gets back up and it kind of resolves. Right. And, uh, and that song that, you know, what you were talking about, that one always tends to be the one that's my favorite on an album is the one that kind of feels like they placed it there knowing that, that it was going to be kind of the most vulnerable song. And it's in a place where it's surrounded in a, in a good placement on an album. Um, but yeah, I feel that dude, like that, that song that has that emotion that you can tell was kind of painful to write. It's, Mm. it means a lot more. And and, you know, I I have a feeling you're going to like my album, man. (laughs) Oh, I'm stoked, dude. I'm absolutely stoked. Like I, uh, I, you know, I've listened to the the few singles and I'm like, dude, this is going to be sick. I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be cool stuff. (laughs) I, I appreciate it, man. Like, uh, and you know you're saying a journey like this album is literally my life's journey yeah uh, if if you if you listen to it, i guess when it comes out when you listen to them in order um there there is a it's it's kind of like a story you know there's a beginning there's a middle and then there's not necessarily an end but a to be continued oh nice uh, yeah, uh, I mean, if 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 that's how that's how I visualize it, you know, um, that's a tough. When, those ones are always tough. I love them, but those are always tough because I'm like, like uh, one of the ones that did that that did that was uh, John Mayer did that. I don't know if you like John Mayer much, but he did. Oh yeah, yeah. He did his four part album that he did, which was in like three or four song increments that he had broken up over the year, and there was you know each one of them had that that cliffhanger ending. And you, it was amazing to listen to, but then you're kind of itching for, for what's next. So that's, that's cool though, because that, you know, it's, it's kind of how movies are done, right? Like how a lot of stories are told. It's, it's a good way of storytelling. So, uh, and I, without, without exactly saying, you know, or giving anything away, um, the last song on the EP, um, is going to be like dramatically, dramatically different. Oh, nice! Um, yeah, uh, it it won't even fall in this 
same category, but I just thought it was like something different and nice way to end uh, the album. Um, it, it, I think to, to me, it just, it just shows like, all right, you know, this is what we did in, in, in the whole thing. And then, Oh, by the way, this is what else I could do. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's, that's cool. Uh, that's which I think to me is what, what leaves the like to be continued. Like just to see w- w- what could be on the next album. Interesting. Know? That's cool. Yeah. I, uh, I, I think that's actually really, that's something that I've, I've been joking with my buddy cause he and I were in a band in high school. He and I are still best friends. And we've joked about like making music and I thought to myself, I wouldn't want to make a single genre. I would want every song on the album to be a different genre, you know, be you know, just so different, but there's a lot so of risk funny about that. Yeah, there is a lot of risk, but what's funny about that is, uh, before I started recording this album, uh, I told my old bass player, I said, you know, wouldn't that be awesome if there was a multi-genre, uh, album, like it, it it, not just rock, not just pop, but like kind of like each song was like, dr- like dramatically different. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, this was kind kind of like that baby step kind of sort of. Yeah. Um, Cause I, I'll tell you the last song is not the same genre. Like yeah. not at all. That's awesome though. Um, it was like the baby step, but you know, Hey, who knows what lies ahead, man? Like, yeah. I, I I like where you're at, man. Cause I I thought about that too, and I think it'd be interesting. <laughs> I think it'd be an interesting I think it'd experiment be, to try. Oh, I would love it. Yeah, and like like the closest I've seen was that that John Mayer compilation, right? How he did like those four separate individual distinct EPs that then combined to make an album. Like that was the closest I've seen, but even then, it was still very much similar, right? There was very very strong similarities amongst the genres, but yeah, I I'm, I'm excited. Cause that, that is something that's extremely challenging to do well, to make it. So people are still, um, invested in With it. You. Yeah. And yeah. was, was that something hard to convince like the studio, like the, uh, the label, like, Hey, this is going to be the last song. Was there any sort of pushback? Um, not at all. Like when they heard it, they're like, Oh, this is a perfect way to end this. Like, nice. cause like the, 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 the whole thing is, is, is very like power. I'd, I'd like to say, um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of force behind, you know, these, these songs. Yeah. And then to just end it like very subtly and just softer. Uh, it, the, I mean, they love the idea. Yeah. I like, yes. Cause I, I was, I was a little nervous. I was like, well, you know, like, this is kind of what I planned to be the last song. And, you know, I, I don't know exactly how I feel about it. And they're like, no, that's perfect. Dude. And, and that was like, you know, wiping sweat right off my brow. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I really am excited that that makes even more excited. Cause like, like, I mean, obviously the singles are great, but like for me, I'm not a singles guy. Like that's, that's something that I, I have not adapted to at all in like the, the way that music is done now. I haven't, I like, I understand it's like, okay, boomer, you know, like I'm old, I I'm, I'm old fashioned that way. But like for me, there's just something magical about like an album, like a full album. Yeah. The singles just don't do it for me. And so like, Mm -hmm. because you can't, you definitely couldn't have done that if you were releasing each song as a single, 
There's no, yeah, yeah. there's no way that you could have taken that risk and done something like that. If every one of the songs on the EP was a single. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is why we, we only release two, um, mm-hmm. as singles. Um, it, it's a, it's a five song EP. So it's not like, it's not super long, but it's, it's like just long enough to tell you a story. Yeah. Dude. Um, but I figured, you know, when we were talking about it, um, it, it was like, well, you know, maybe just like a, a, a hint, like just kind of a, a, a little taste of what what is kind of left, but without really giving anything away. Um, it because at the same time, too, it's like, you know, you want people to know, like the kind of music that you're going to be releasing mm-hmm. um, so that they know to look for it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's obviously like the reason for singles. Like I, I singles are, they're great. They're marketing tactics, right? Like it's a marketing technique that works. It works on me. I get excited every time. Like whenever, whenever a band I enjoy releases a single that typically for me means new music is inbound, get yourself ready. Right? Like that's what it is. Exactly. And, and it, it is, it is a very successful tactic, but there's those times where they release like every song and, you know, they released six of the six of the 10 songs already as a, oh, as, yeah. like a as singles and you've listened to them out of order. So it kind of messes up the order of the album and it kind of messes with the flow for me. And it, it discourages me because like it doesn't, I, I still listen through it, but like there's times where I'm like, oh, I've heard this song and I skip, but then I'm like, wait, I can't do that. I can't, I have to give this album. It's at least it's, you know, it's initial playthrough. I have to give it that dedicated time because there's, you know, if it's done right, it can be a really cool experience to listen through the whole thing. But if you've heard, you know, over half of the songs and they've been out of order, it it makes it harder. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, honestly, that, that's why that was like the biggest decision, uh, or re excuse me, the biggest reason for, for the decision of it being only five songs. Um, I don't know if you're like me, but I can't listen to an entire album all the way straight through. At some point it's like, all right, I'll come back to this. <laughs> yeah. I, that's, um, that's definitely and, not me. <laughs> and, yeah. See, like I, I, I can't listen to all the whole thing all the way through when it's, when it's 15 or 16 songs. Uh, cause you know, it, you're driving somewhere you 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 stop and you know and and you get out and you do what you got to do and then you come back and then to me like it's it's like you lose that that magic you forget where you were that that makes any sense absolutely and and i think like i think like five songs it was just long enough to where you know you can short enough to where like if you're going somewhere you have enough time to like get through it and and be able to hear the whole story yeah well that's good yeah that's and I'm, I'm glad you thought through that though. Cause it's, it's a nice bridge for like, cause a lot of times EPs are less cohesive. Um, mm. you know, they typically are just songs that were recorded and, and you know, they aren't not all the time. There are quite a few that are cohesive, but there are some that are just like a little bit more kind of, these are the songs that we had time to record. We put them on into a compilation of, you know, four or five songs and here's our EP, you know, and yeah. it's, and, there you know i i uh i love it when there is an ep that still tells that story it's just a little bit shorter story which is 
totally fine with me. <laughs> but uh, dude, I um I always love to to end my interviews with just really random questions. Uh, yeah, always. They're not random to anyone who listens to the podcast because I ask pretty much the same ones, but the answers are always random because I'm asking them to new people. So do you still have mm-hmm. a few minutes? Dude, shoot them. Awesome. Go for it. All right. So this first question is due to my addiction to sugar. Um, what is your favorite candy? Reese's peanut butter cups. Oh, and, dude. and dude, like I am, it, it is known in my family. Like if you bring me a bag for like, you know, a holiday or my birthday or whatever, <laughs> like just consider them gone. <laughs> <laughs> nice dude. Have you had the, the, I was actually talking to uh, a band about this. Have you had the Reese's fast break? Oh my God. Yes. Dude, that one's my favorite. That's like a, that's like a peanut butter cup on steroids. Yeah. With the nougat, dude, with the nougat, it just Uh, makes, see, cause I like Reese's peanut butter cup. Actually, I'll correct myself. Reese's peanut butter cups. I'm not a huge fan of, but I love the Reese's eggs and Christmas trees. Like the, the holiday ones, those ones are like the perfect yeah. everything. I don't know what's up, what's different about those, but they're <laughs> freaking amazing. Um, the cup, I'm not, I've never been a huge fan of the Reese's cup, but man, that Reese's fast break, it just absolutely hits the spot. Yeah. Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah. With, with the peanut butter cups, I, I like, I eat the chocolate all the way around first and then I eat the peanut butter. Oh, the nice dude. I remember like, those commercials. Like religious experience. Yeah. I remember those commercials back in the day where it was like, they would, They'd have like, you know, the Reese's being eaten in various different ways. And people are like, yeah. regardless of how you eat a Reese's, it's still a Reese's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I, uh, that's, that's awesome. That's a, that's a pretty, that's a pretty popular can. I think that one's probably the most consistently chosen answer. I think. No kidding. Yeah. I, I mean, I, it is such a classic, right? Like you got peanut butter on my chocolate. You got chocolate on my peanut butter. <laughs> mm. Did you ever see those commercials from the 70s? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. So funny. Such corny acting, too. All right. Next question here for you. This one, it, uh, you know, if you can't come up with a single answer, I do accept your top three. So, uh, you know, you don't have to be too stressed. But favorite movie or movies? Frankenstein. Oh, that's the old one with uh, Gene Wilder, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mel Brooks films. I, I love Mel Brooks films. What else has Mel Brooks done? Was he the one who did oh, Princess man. Diaries or Prin- Princess Bride? <laughs> Princess Diaries, Princess uh, Bride. I, yes, I think he, he was Princess Bride. Bride. Okay. Uh, shoot, Spaceballs. Uh, <laughs> yes. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Okay. Like, yeah, Men, oh, Mel Brooks did, is like, what's I love up. All his movies. Yeah, dude. Uh, okay. Dracula Dead and loving it. I haven't seen that one. Oh my god, dude! That you, you've got to watch it. What is it? Dracula, Dracula Dead and loving it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, freaking. <laughs> He so Princess Bride is one of the greatest movies like ever made in my opinion. Oh, dude, I love that movie. Yeah, <laughs> isn't I think right they're remaking it. Oh, dude, I, I hope they don't. I hope not. Like you can't, you can't. Like I don't know. Like the everything about that movie was just like I don't. I don't, I don't want. I wouldn't watch a remake. I'll, I'll just say that. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't I watch either. One. You know, I, I was like today years old when I realized that old man from Law and Order. <laughs> was was uh what was it uh i am my name montoya. is Aniga montoya yeah, yeah Aniga montoya you kill my father prepare exactly. to die <laughs> in, yeah oh i just realized that like yesterday or the day in before. 
in Criminal Mind in Law and Order. Law and Order was it Law and Order Criminal Mind? It's one of one those, of those, one of those criminal it, shows, crime shows. Yeah, one of those. Okay, I I don't really watch any of them, so I don't know. But you, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> someone someone t- pointed it out to me, and I was like, I don't really watch shows. And they pull, pulled up a picture, and I was like, Hey, yeah. yeah. He he. Once you recognize him, you're like, Oh, I totally like you know a bell can't be unrung. <laughs> and it's crazy because it's like it's like wow, it's been that long. <laughs> real like how long has it been? Because like oh, I. My wife and I really white liked watching this show Psych. Have you ever seen that show? Oh yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, and uh the guy who plays Wesley in Princess Bride is also in Psych as a as a villain in a few of the episodes. And really? so like seeing him in that like it was really bizarre cuz he was older, you know, <laughs> but he was still very much Wesley like you know, blonde, he'd gained a little bit of weight, but it was so funny to see him and they even had him playing like um like a, a kind of suave role, just like Wesley would, you know, it was awesome. <laughs> it's so great. All right, man. Next one here for you. Favorite non music related hobby. So something you like to do that has nothing to do with music. Oh, you're killing me. Smalls. Yeah. It's a tough um, one. It's a tough one. Favorite thing to do. that's non musical. Uh, I like to build things. Sick. Like what? Um, man, well, like everything. I like <laughs> I like building. I like building things with my hands, like gazebos, patios. Okay, so you do I a like lot of wooden building. wood projects. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Dude, that's sick. What What was the most recent project you did? Uh, I'm actually building an outdoor kitchen right now. <laughs> nice, dude. Are you doing like yeah. a concrete? What are you doing? Are yeah, you just framing it out. Mate, I'm framing it out with uh, uh, cinder blocks and uh, finishing it off with uh, granite countertops. Dang, dude. Yeah. Talk about gung-ho, I, bro. I, dude, I, I like to build things, man. I, since I was a kid, you know, I had my little my little toolbox and I, you know, do carvings. And, you know, so I, I like I just like building. I like I, I like that when I'm done with something. I'm like, man, I did that, you know? Yeah, you can be super proud about it. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm similar. Yeah, I. Uh, I mean, my, I grew up, my dad's a contractor, so I grew up working with my hands constantly and, uh, nice. the, the next project. So as the weather's cooling down, cause it's still blazing hot here. Like, like I know it's, it's not humid, but it's still in the nineties here in Utah. Um, mm-hmm. and so like, as it starts to cool down, my wife and I are going to, uh, we're going to be wrapping the, the pillars on the front porch in cedar and then building a, a big, um, like, uh, uh, we're, you know, it's just, we're just doing a frame around it. Right. So it's just one by eight pieces of cedar. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we're going to do that as a box across like the, 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 uh, tr- the, what is the, the support beam, right. Or the roof yeah. is right. So it's going to be cedar instead of vinyl. So it'll look pretty nice. We're excited about it. Very cool. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm in the same boat with you, dude. It's a, it's a fun projects. So when are you, when are you going to finish up with the, uh, um the outdoor kitchen Ooh, uh man i'm i'm probably gonna say like three weeks maybe hey that's not too long dude right as the weather yeah, starts it, cooling it, down for football season bro <laughs> yeah man it's uh and and to boot it's an outdoor kitchen in a, in a gazebo i built oh dude a, a 30 by 20 two foot or i'm sorry a two-tier gazebo wow 
That is, yeah. that's ambitious. How many people helped you? Is it just you? Uh, me and one guy. Dang, that's ambitious. That's awesome. Yeah, it, it turned out. It turned out phenomenal. Yeah, you'll have to send me some pictures, dude. That'd be sick. I, I want to yeah, see that. <laughs> I, I love, I love like that type of stuff. Just like there's this, there's this app called uh, House H O U Z Z, <laughs> and like when I'm at church and I'm falling, like I'm finding myself like falling asleep or having a hard time focusing, <laughs> which. <laughs> Is less common now, but it was a lot more common in the past. Um, I would pull open this app and I would just like look through all these cool like home ideas because I love I love like fixing up things and making them nicer. And like like I've done a bunch of flips, like not my own, but I've done a bunch of projects with my dad. And it's like it's so fun to see the end project, like looking so much better than it was. I've personally I've flipped two houses, man. Dang, dude. There, there's no better feeling than when you're done. It's like, dude, like I it looks this. great. It, it feels great, and someone else is super pumped about it. I'm like, yeah, dude, that's so cool. Well, bro, it was really awesome getting to know you and getting to talk with you. And uh, like I said, uh, this is going to be dropping on the day of the EP release. So, um, congrats on it Thanks. because uh, that's huge accomplishment, obviously, to uh, to get that music out there and. And, you know, as we, as we close out, you know, the stage is yours, tell the people what's going on and, and make sure that you uh, direct them in the right places so they can find you. Yeah, man. Um, so yeah, man, uh, releasing September 10th, uh, my debut EP dream One Nineteen. Um, be sure to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, what are the also- handles there? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so at Facebook, it's just John Carr and everything else, uh, I believe is John Carr official. And that's John with no H and Carr yeah. with one R. J-O-N-C-A-R. Yep. Uh, as well. Um, be sure to check out the merch on, uh, under John Carr. Um, and I'm going to link all this in the description so people can find you, but I just like to nice. make sure that you uh, have a chance to tell them, you know, <laughs> I appreciate it, man, dude. I appreciate you having me on. And thank you for checking out another episode. If you enjoyed it, please be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it, you know, sharing it helps it spread the word, lets other people know about John as well as lets people know about the podcast and, uh, I'd greatly appreciate it, but until next time, deuces.